Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. No, I don't think so. I was just looking at the stock price and it's near all-time highs. And in all reality, no matter who Jeff Bezos puts in there, he is going to put them with the absolute best foot forward. This is the How to Trade Stocks Options Podcast, brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks Options podcast. Today, we have a special lesson for you. I'm putting it here on the podcast because I really believe that this is going to provide you massive, massive value. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And hey, listen, if this podcast was useful to you at all, I really highly suggest that you go check out the full trading course at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. On Wednesday, the press secretary confirmed the meeting but offered no more comment from the White House. For those unfamiliar with the situation, a group of retail investors banded together in recent weeks to buy shares of GameStop, pushing the price from roughly $15 per share to over $450 at its height, creating a short squeeze which caused massive losses for some hedge funds. Since hitting that top price point, shares in the struggling retailer have remained volatile. For more on this and what's moving markets Wednesday, let's go ahead and bring in Boombus co-host Christy I and Chris Yule. He's the founder and head trader at the 10 Minute Stock Trader. Thank you both for being here today. Christy, I want to start with you. Uh, could this be construed as market manipulation? I mean, what will be the focus of these discussions in terms of future regulations when it comes to what happened over the last several weeks? Well, that's a big question, and technically it isn't market manipulation because that's defined as the dissemination of false or misleading information with the aim of manipulating investors into buying or selling securities. So that's what happened during the pump and dump schemes during the early 2000s, the dot-com boom. And historically, it's been very difficult to prove because it's, it can require showing that perpetrators spread false information and intended to rig prices. But that's not what happened here at all. With these Reddit forums, there wasn't necessarily any false information. Just hyped up messages, lots of rocket emojis that urge other investors to hold on to their shares or buy more. It reflected an earnest effort by individual investors to seize on opportunities that have always been available to establishment players. So the rise of GameStop wasn't aided by any false information, but it was fueled by individual investor interest. So now the SEC will likely look at whether the messaging by investor holding the stock long term and activists betting against it was manipulative. And that will be very difficult to prove. So there will also be an investigation into the share suspension rules because we saw GameStop being halted multiple times and individual brokerages such as IB, um, E-Trade, Robinhood suspending buy orders or limiting the number of shares to be purchased arbitrarily while the institutional investors, they could buy and sell as much as they want with the current market flow. So this drew huge backlash from traders who were banned from trade or restricted from trading the stock. Uh, so a lot of the focus will be on Robinhood as well and how they 
change the entire trading game. Because on one hand, you have those arguing that with Robinhood and all the retailers entering the market, it created volatility and instability in the market. All the wild swings that we see, they undermine the confidence of investors that we have in the market. But then on the other hand, you have people arguing that the democratization of the market is a positive trend. And with proper information, people should be allowed to take risks as they see fit. Because why should only Wall Street have access to the markets? And Chris, I want to bring you in here because why has this become such a big deal and garnered the attention of regulators when really this type of market activity and speculation is done by hedge funds all the time? Why is this situation so wrong when retailers are stepping in to do what Wall Street has been doing, frankly, for the history of Wall Street, really? Hey, Brent, thanks for having me on. I got to tell you, I don't think this is wrong at all. I got diamond hands just like all of the Reddit people out there on Wall Street bets. And this has got to be the most fun I've ever had trading ever. I've been trading since 2009. And in the last week, I have had uh, higher heartbeats of excitement and uh, dismay all at the same time. But I got to tell you, being able to watch this as it happens is, is so much fun. And to participate as well, you've got that what used to be around a million peoples in the, uh, the Reddit Wall Street Bets member community is now over 8 million people. And collectively, they are showing the, the power of small accounts when combined. I mean, you really have all these people with who just got their their stimulus checks and, and hopefully more in the near future who are, are banding together and they're buying a stock collectively, making um, the hedge funds who maybe a small portion of them were actually manipulating prices before feel the heat of what it would take to combine all of these people together and have similar purchasing power. Who would have ever expected that? And I just got to say, it's amazing to watch. And now, Chris, as a follow-up to that, do you think this would be such a big deal? Do you think we would see this regulation if it was maybe more of a viable stock that was being shorted by hedge funds and Wall Street Bets said, hey, we'll stick it to the hedge funds, but we are, this is maybe a more uh, a viable company that has a future when it looks like GameStop maybe doesn't quite have that future. Do you think that would have been the case? I don't know. I mean, we, we got to look at Tesla over the last couple of years because Tesla had several short squeezes happen to it. And now the stock uh, seems to double all the time. They, they've uh, had a, a, a two for one share split. And now they have basically gone back up to what the price was before the share split. And if it were not GameStop, I think it would have been anything else, because really, we're looking at an opportunity where markets were being controlled um, artificially more than they really should have been. I mean, the, the short interest in GameStop was nearly 140% of all the shares. And individual retail investors found this information and used it to their advantage strategically to make a, uh, an informed bet against Wall Street. And to see it happen is amazing. But really, I think it would have happened with any stock once that information had been found out and a collective effort combined, it would have happened anywhere. All right, now I want to hit on to the next big story on the street. Uh, Christy, Jeff Bezos, the step founder and uh, CEO of Amazon, is stepping down as CEO in the third quarter of this year and will be succeeded by Andy Jassy. What will this mean for the future of Amazon? 
Well, it's the end of an era after nearly 30 years, but with Andy Jassy, he's the current cloud computing head and has helped to grow AWS into a cloud computing platform used by millions of millions of players um, dominating legacy players such as Oracle and Microsoft. So Amazon currently owns almost half the world's public cloud infrastructure market, dominating about 33% of the cloud computing market, while Microsoft is still only 20%. And in the company earnings report yesterday, AWS came in at 12 $0.74 billion for the quarter, that's up 28% year over year. So that puts the company on a $50 billion run rate and no other cloud infrastructure vendor is even close in this category. So now that Jassy is succeeding Bezos, analysts believe that it kind of underscores the importance of web services to Amazon's future. So what this signals to the public is that cloud computing is the future of Amazon, not its ad business and not its e-commerce platform. And it shows that Amazon is firmly a technology company and not just a retailer or logistics company, which is actually what a lot of us think of when we think of Amazon. We don't see it as a true technology company. We see it more of as an e-com platform and that platform that disrupted the logistics space with its two-day prime delivery. And certainly there's a technology component to it, but we mainly see it as a shopping platform for most of us. But now with this transition in leadership, we're likely to see that change. And like so many big tech companies that we see, they, they have this forward-facing company that you see where you go, oh, that's what we know them for, but they're really making money on the back end on things like AWS. Now, Chris, are, are investors worried about this transition? A and are they worried about the future of AWS as, as to who may actually end up taking that position? No, I don't think so. I was just looking at the stock price and it's near all time highs. And in all reality, no matter who Jeff Bezos puts in there, he is going to put them with the absolute best foot forward. I mean, he's like Christy was just saying, he just spent 30 years building this this baby. He's not gonna hand it off to somebody who doesn't know. I mean, you gotta look at, at the transitions similar to like Microsoft with uh, Bill Gates and St Steve Ballmer. You gotta look at uh, Apple with uh, Steve Jobs and, and Tim Apple, I mean, Tim Cook. And really, they're gonna be fine. And if you're anything like me, I mean, I have no plans on not shopping at Amazon anymore. Because, like, as we speak at this moment, I have two Amazon packages on my doorstep right now. <laughs> and there's probably going to be more by the end of the day. I don't think Amazon's going anywhere anytime soon. And I think investors feel the same way. Boombus co-host Christy I and Chris Ewell of the 10-Minute Stock Trader. Thank you so much for your analysis today. Thanks okay. for having me. Okay, so what would you think? That was pretty incredible, right? Now, if you like that, that's only a taste, only a sample of what you're gonna find in the full AI stock trading system. And I really highly encourage you to go and check this out. Obviously, you are interested in learning and how to trade, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Now, I'm going to take and download my entire trading system that I use day in and day out onto you. <laughs> and the only way I'm gonna be able to do that is over at the AIStockTradingSystem.com. You're gonna get phase one, two, and three, several bonuses. And on top of that, I'm going to walk you through over a dozen trades that I put on inside of my account, holding your hand and showing you exactly how I got in, how I got out, how I use the artificial intelligence data, and how this could work inside of your own trading portfolio on a daily basis. So make sure you head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com to learn more and to get started and to download my decade plus worth of trading experience into your hands so you can start using the AI Stock Trading System today, the five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading.
Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter, and I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. Tim and StockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit timminutestocktrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.